Buenos dias, buenos dias, buenos dias. Welcome to today's Mayito Minute. Steve Pressfield, in the book that he writes, The War of Art, says this. How many pages have I produced? I don't care. Are they any good? I don't even think about it. All that matters is that I've put in my time and hit it with all I've got. All that counts is that, is that for this day, for this session, I have overcome resistance. I think what I'm going to bring to you guys today would be best served if you listen to yesterday's episode where we talk a little bit about talent and I use two case studies there on you know Mozart and Tiger Woods. It kind of ties into that. Steve Pressfield is in a completely different um, area of expertise, you would call maybe. He's, a, he's an author. He's a writer. Woods was a golfer. Mozart was a musician. So these three guys couldn't be more different in terms of what they do, in terms of what they you know are looking to achieve greatness in. But yet, like, the, the language and the things that they do are extremely similar. Look at, look at Pressfield here saying, it, I mean, how, how much did I write today? Like how much did I crank out when I sat down at my computer or, you know, sat down at my desk and started writing? How much did I, how much did I produce? I don't care about that. It's not about the production in terms of the quantity. Well, is okay, is what you wrote, is the quantity that you wrote, which, okay, you don't want to know what it was, but is it any good? What about the quality of what you wrote? And he says, you know, I don't think about that either. And it's like, wait a minute, dude. Like, you're a writer. He's, people would say he's a successful author. He's had some books published. If you've ever seen the movie, The Legend of Bagger Vance, he wrote that book. So then if he's not focused on the quantity of what he's producing, which many people would be like, well, that, that's fine. Cause I mean, it's not about how much you produce. It's about the quality of what you produce, but he's not focused on that either. What is he focused on? He's saying, listen, I put in my time and I put in 100% of the effort that I had into that time. That's what I did. So I sat down at my computer, I sat down at my desk and I wrote something and I, and I gave it the best effort that I had now. Okay. That sounds great. And you've heard that on this podcast, you've heard about me focusing on effort. You've heard about me focusing on giving your best in that moment. That's all that we can do. That's all that we can ask for, but I don't want to focus on that. What I want to focus on what he says last year, which is. What this means, if I can do that, he's saying, when I sat down and I did something to move my career as an author forward, my pursuit of being a great author forward, then here's what I got. I overcame this thing that he calls resistance. Like I beat that back for the day. I beat that back for that moment. I beat that thing called resistance back. Now we're going to camp out here in the war of art. He teases this out. Obviously it's what the book is about this idea of resistance. What is it? Well, let me tell you what it is. Resistance is that thing 
that is keeping you from doing the things that you know that you should be doing to be successful. All of us deal with resistance to some degree. We all have the answer most of the time about what we should be doing, but we have this thing, resistance, it's not a... It's not something you can find. It's not something you can grab and put your hands on. It's just something you feel that you know exists within you, within your soul, within your spirit. And it's constantly just saying, hey, it's all right. I, I know you think you should be doing that, but it's cool. Don't, you don't need to do that. You can, you can take the day off. You don't need to be doing those skills, drills. It's okay. You're going to be fine. But Fighting against that resistance is the other part of your soul, the other part of your spirit that says, you know, but with, in my experience with, with the wisdom that I've accumulated, like I really feel that I should be doing that thing. That's resistance. And that is, ladies and gentlemen, what we must fight against every moment and every day. We must fight against that. We wake up in the morning and we know that certain actions need to be taken, but then resistance will come in and say, well, you don't necessarily need to do that. You could skip that for today. It's not that important. Resistance is always going to be there. For some of us, resistance is in its I'm going to say kind of infancy stages where here's what resistance whispers and says to you. You don't know what you should be doing, so don't do anything at all. I mean, how many of us have been there? I mean, man, when I started on this journey with this business, like that's exactly where I was. It was like, Mario, how are you going to attack the social media? Mario, how are you going to do like the marketing thing? If you're going to pay for that or not, Mario, how are you going to like do the website Mario? And it was like, I had all of these things that I knew I needed to do, but quite honestly, I was lacking in knowledge. I mean, I was very green and I didn't know what I was doing. So resistance in that case for me was, Hey Mario, you don't know what you should be doing. So just don't do anything. Obviously, I mean, sit around and hang out and when a plan comes to you, when a certain strategy comes to you, that then you can get moving and resistance just kind of lulls us to sleep, right? So if I wasn't careful and there were days where I was more careful than others, there were days where I overcame the resistance and I said, no, I'm going to go read some articles on social media strategies. No, I'm actually going to begin looking at, you know, the website templates and begin kind of tinkering around with those. There were times when I, when I did beat back resistance and I was able to overcome resistance for that moment, for that day. But then there were other times where resistance got me. It was like, yeah, you're, you're absolutely right, man. That, that social media strategy thing, forget about it. But the sneaky thing about resistance was I would say, yeah, well, just go, just go read a book. Just go read a book on stoicism or just, you know, Go watch a YouTube video from, you know, Gary V or something like that, you know, whatever. That, that's fine. That's a good use of your time. But it wasn't what I knew that I needed to be doing at that time. Like the most beneficial thing for me to be doing in that moment was not 
what resistance would whisper to me when it had won the first part of the battle and told me, yeah, just don't do anything about that area here. Let's look at these other areas. Ooh, wow, you can do this and that would be helpful. So for some of us, that's where we are. Maybe that's where you are. You don't know what to do. Here's the deal. Do something. I mean, Pressfield says, man, all that matters is like I sat down, I put in that time and I gave it my entire effort. I gave it all that I, I gave it all that I had. Here's something that I was thinking about while I was putting together my thoughts for this episode. How many of us plug into something, we do something over and over and over, like consistently we do something daily, let's just say, and we never question why we do that thing. It's something that we do It's something that we consistently do, but we never question it. Maybe you can think of some examples, but I would probably be able to unravel those pretty quickly. I'm seeing it in my own kids, by the way. If you've got kids, you begin to see this happening, don't you? You know, hey guys, you guys need to, you know, brush your teeth. Um, Hey guys, you know what? You You need to get a bath today. Hey guys, you know what? you know, vegetables are good for you. Eat your vegetables. I mean, as kids grow, like they, they consistently, they might, they might do this on the daily. They might brush their teeth on the daily. They might take a bath on the daily. You give them a bath on the daily. When you serve vegetables, they may eat their vegetables every single time because mommy and daddy said like, do these things. But over time, what begins to happen? I mean, what begins to happen is these little people like begin to actually use their minds a little bit more. They, they begin to go, why am I doing this? Let, let, me, let me question this. Like, why should I be brushing my teeth? Why are vegetables good for me? And, and, and at a certain point, kids, the most prevalent thing they do is ask why after everything. I know it may seem annoying and we may take it as a sign of disrespect sometimes, but I would, be, I would, I would tell us to be patient and see it from their perspective. They're asking why because doing something just for the sake of doing it is not powerful enough for many of us to continue to do that thing. We've got to have a why to why we're doing these things. So getting back to this ideal, this principle from Pressfield, it's as you sit down, as he sits down and he writes and he puts in 100% effort, it, it seems mindless. He's not worried about the quantity of what he writes. He's not worried about the quality of what he writes. But if he does this every single day, or if we go into our own lives, and what is it that we do every single day that we're trying to be excellent at, that we're committing to mastery about, over time, we're going to start asking why. Like, why do I do those things? And this is where, without thinking about quantity and without thinking about quality, this is where, and I've said it frequently on this podcast, the process, having that, that process that we plug into, this is where we make little tweaks and changes and improvements to it because we're just focused on sitting down and doing the thing. We're focused on overcoming resistance. We're focusing on giving 100%. But over time, that side kind of question, that side thing that kind of begins to bubble up in our soul and in our spirit is, why are you doing this? 
Is there a better way to do this? And that's not something that we're even focusing on even being able to answer. We're just focused on overcoming this resistance thing. We're just saying, hey, today I've got to conquer the like gut reaction that I have to just taking the day off, just taking it easy, just taking a shortcut. I mean, notice he says, I gave it all that I've got. So that's another resistance thing. Hey, don't give it 100%, just give it 80 it's fine. You know, it's, it's Thursday and, uh, the weather's going to be nice. So like you deserve to just take it a little bit easier today. I mean, resistance will do this. It's very, very cunning. It, it speaks to us in the language and with the words that like resonate with us the most. And just getting a little bit deeper into resistance, by the way, like Resistance knows you just as well as you know yourself because it's part of your spirit and it's part of your soul. So it knows you really well. So it's going to say things to you that it wouldn't say to me and vice versa and present things to us that it wouldn't present to anybody else because it knows you and it knows what will get you and it knows what can throw you off track. You see, the enemy to resistance is purposeful action. The enemy to resistance is doing something productive, moving that ball forward and saying, no, resistance, you're not going to win because resistance is rooted in the ego and the ego likes a climate controlled environment where it runs the shots, where it doesn't get uncomfortable in any way, shape or fashion. But guess what? Achieving greatness is all about embracing being uncomfortable and it's all about embracing fear and it's all about embracing the challenge and taking it on with both hands. So resistance, we need to overcome it in every moment, at every turn, every single day. All right, y'all, I would, here's something for you. Chime in, discussion time. What's, what is resistance to you? Like how does resistance well up in your life? What are the challenges? What are, how does it present itself? Food, Netflix, social media? Does it present itself in fa- like family? Like that's a real one. Oh, I'm going to spend time with my family. Okay, great. You should have been spending time on your craft. How does resistance present itself to you? How does it woo you and how does it try to get you into its clutches? And how now are you, maybe you're more aware of resistance and what it's doing. Maybe you haven't been able to pin your finger on it, but now you're like, oh yeah, that makes total sense. That's exactly what's happening to me. How are you going to put in measures to be able to fight against this resistance? Because there are things that we can do. There are action steps that we can take in terms of how we structure our environment and our process and our routines that can fight against or help us be better equipped to take on resistance. And lastly, for those of you that know that resistance exists, you guys know, you're like, yep, I know, Mario. I mean, I feel that thing. I've labeled it correctly. I get it. I'm at war every single day. That's awesome. I'd love to hear about some of your victories and how you achieve those. I'd love to hear about some of your defeats and kind of how you fell to the hands of resistance. Love to hear about all of it. Let's connect. Let's get some good dialogue going. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Until next time.